Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Bi-Weekly Report for February 22, 2022. I'm Phil Adler. The shape of the U.S. economy is dominated these days by what appear to be pandemic-related distortions. High inflation that's more persistent than many expected is getting plenty of attention. U.S. inflation, according to a commonly accepted reading, jumped 7.5% in the last year which is a 40-year high. At the same time, the U.S. trade deficit hit a record last year. Confluence Asset Management Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady joins us today to discuss how we got to where we are, what can be done about it, and where we might find the most bang right now for our investment dollars. Bill, clearly the huge fiscal stimulus injected into the U.S. economy is a big reason for these distortions. Explain what happened. Well, in short, the fiscal stimulus was injected into the economy before the country was really ready for it. Although 65% of consumption typically goes to services, pandemic restrictions prevented consumers from spending their money on leisure and entertainment. At the time, restaurants offered fewer tables or were closed. Airlines limited flights. Sporting events were mostly crowdless. With limited options, consumers focused the bulk of their spending on durable goods. Unfortunately, suppliers were unable to satisfy the market because firms had sold off much of their inventory in the early stages of the pandemic. As a result, the strong demand for goods and the lack of supply, prices were forced to rise throughout all of last year. So, as Americans spent stimulus cash on durable goods, overwhelming production capacity and helping to drive up inflation, they spent very little on services like travel and restaurants and entertainment. Where does the stimulus hangover stand today? How much cash remains in consumer accounts primed to be spent on something? Well, that's a good question. It appears that most of the money from stimulus may have already been spent. The latest report shows personal savings have now declined to about 2019 levels. Additionally, personal consumption data suggests that rising prices may have actually led to a reduction in spending toward the end of last year. Do you see a dramatic rebound soon in spending on services with a corresponding lowering of demand for imported durable goods resulting in more palatable trade numbers? Well, the personal consumption data suggests that services have outpaced durable goods by almost every month since April of last year. However, I think the trade numbers will really start to improve once the U.S. is able to resume exporting services. For example, travel services is one area that the U.S. runs a persistent trade surplus. If foreigners are able to resume traveling to the U.S., it should actually improve the trade balance. Bill, you mentioned in the written report that much of the U.S. deficit for goods can be attributed to firms receiving multiple orders of the same good from different suppliers. What's going on here? I think there is some evidence that suggests firms were so fed up with waiting for shipments that they started looking for new suppliers and, in rare cases, alternative forms of transportation. The double and triple ordering of goods may have contributed to higher consumer prices. How long will it take for this to unwind? Well, that's kind of the million-dollar question. I don't really have enough information to put an exact date on when suppliers will start to normalize their spending patterns, but I assume it will start to improve as more countries lift pandemic-related restrictions and factories are able to operate at full capacity. If we look more closely at inflation numbers and break them down, we see a dramatic rise of prices for automobiles, both new and used. Could you go into this a little bit more? Why did this happen? 
Well, it's a very fascinating story. The rise in new and used car prices driven by a combination of strong demand and lack of available inventory. Going back to 2020, when the pandemic began, rental car companies sold off most of their fleets because they expected the pandemic recession to be long. When the economy bounced back quickly, rental car companies did not have enough vehicles to satisfy the demand for their services. The chip shortage has likely made the problem even worse. With limited options, rental car firms began to actually buy up used cars and all the new cars they could find. And this increase in demand pushed up vehicle prices. Where would official inflation numbers stand if we subtracted the automobile category? We can really only give a rough answer for that, but we can say that new and used vehicles accounted for about 30% of the annual change in CPI for January, so out of 7.5% rise in inflation, about 2% of that came from vehicles alone. Do you think the shortage of computer chips will keep automobile supplies low and prices high for the foreseeable future. Well, I think the lack of semiconductors will continue to be an issue for automakers. However, there are already signs that the situation is is finally starting to improve. I'm optimistic that the shortage will be resolved later this year, perhaps early in 2023. This development should lead to a healthy decline in vehicle prices. Bill, how much have rising wages contributed to inflation? Well, the labor shortage may have contributed to inflation, particularly in services. Monthly inflation numbers in recreational services and transportation remain elevated. We suspect this is related to workers demanding higher pay. Of course, the price of gasoline gets everybody's attention. Will geopolitical tensions help keep oil prices high and overall inflation elevated? Well, oil prices are a major contributor to overall inflation, and if geopolitical tensions persist, it will be difficult for CPI to fall. What can countries do to help resolve some of these distortions created by the pandemic stimulus? Well, getting through the pandemic is a big part of it. Increasing vaccination rates and easing pandemic restrictions would help immensely. As long as workers are able to work without getting sick, firms may finally be able to ramp up production. Central bank raising rates uh, may unfortunately be necessary to curb excess demand. Bottom line, can you estimate when inflation is likely to recede and by how much? It's kind of a good news, bad news story. We would expect inflation to start easing in the second quarter, but by easing, we're looking for the core rate to fall to 35 to 4%, which is still elevated compared to history of the past three decades. And Bill, do you think that while year-over-year inflation comparisons may subside, prices in a range of categories could remain elevated over where they were, say, a couple of years ago before the pandemic? The most susceptible categories are probably going to be medical services and shelter. The former has actually experienced deflation through the pandemic and thus is poised to rebound as as the medical system returns to normal. Now, this won't have a huge impact on overall inflation because it's a very small weight in the index. On shelter, however, this could be a bigger problem. As housing affordability declines, it'll make it easier for landlords to raise rent prices on their tenants. Thus, it's possible that rent inflation will remain elevated. And how can investors take advantage of the current environment? 
Well, one of the areas we're leaning toward is the financial sector. As the central banks raise rates, it will likely increase margins in the financial sector and allow them to make more money on lending without taking on additional risk. Commodities, too, will continue to benefit as demand for raw materials will likely remain elevated. Thank you, Bill. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.